Hello. I'm Josh. And I'm Jack. Welcome to another episode of Oaks Online. Episode six. Oh, it's too hard to talk yeah, about that. Yeah. So, uh, Josh, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? <laughs> Not too bad. You look happy, so that's good. So, what yeah. are we going over this episode? We're going to be recapping the Impact Sunday, what happened um, last day. Sunday, yeah. yeah. And Hot Topic, we'll be going over. And of course, the epic notices will be um, there as well. Yes, yeah, so, so yeah. Josh, begin. how was the Impact Sunday? Um, I wasn't there, so I, I don't oh. know. So uh, you're going to have to tell me, yeah, was yeah. it good? Did you enjoy it? I did really enjoy it, yeah, because instead of normally just having one singular talk downstairs, you had... Jack, stop fiddling different... with litter, it's so annoying. Oh, oh, Jack, you can't do that. This is because you weren't in the Impact Sunday. It was all about uh, recycling and helping to make the world greener. So there was three things going on. So we had worship as normal, yeah. and then there was a seminar going off down here. Upstairs there was crafts, and outside you could go litter picking. Very nice. Which one of them did you enjoy the most? Well, I actually got to do all three because I was filming for the video that is playing now, and so I went a bit in here, a bit outside, and a bit upstairs, just Very going nice. out filming. Very good. Now. I've just been to the litter pick with Emma and now I'm on my way to the back to the church where they're doing crafts and a talk. This is easy and it's good fun, I think, to see what you can create just with bits of plastic. So what are you two doing? Making plastic coasters. That's carry back. That's carry back, yeah. We'll enjoy the stuff. Good fun. Yeah. The stuff turns out alright. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> Janet, what are you doing? Well, I've made some plastic bag yarn by cutting up a big kind of bin liner type bag and I'm crocheting a mat with it and I'm making a coaster. I'm crocheting with my plastic yarn. Where the voice is not heard. Their voice goes out into all the earth. Their words to the end of the world. And Hebrew 11 3. Hebrew 11 3. The universe. So Robin and Sammy have been listening to the talk. So what was it all about? So yeah, um, Karen was calling a um, talk and a discussion with us about how we can be uh, better stewards of the earth. 
and what that means as like, kind of means as Christians, like what kind of creation should mean to us, and also then dis discussing as a group how we can like some of the things we can do to kind of look after our earth to um, protect our earth really. So, yeah. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, mm. good to discuss with people as well instead of just listening. Because I'm not very good at listening. <laughs> um, the best thing that I'm going to take away from it is the earth is like God's house, and if you went into someone's house to visit, you wouldn't like use up all their stuff and make a mess and mm. like care for it, the earth as if it's yeah. someone else's house. Yeah, and like yeah. yeah. Creation, so that our entire earth, our entire universe is God's graced artwork. And like when you go outside, when you go like into the Peak District or into the countryside or anywhere, really you see how beautiful it is, how like the wildlife that's there, and everything like that. And you want to, you should want to look after that, the art that God's created, that God has, God created us to rule over with Him. Now, let's go on to the hot topic. Hello and Hello. welcome to <laughs> Oaks Online. Our hot topic this week is what Jesus said about who we are called to be. And we have a very special guest. Who's it's not, not me. Yeah. <laughs> What's your name again? My name's Sarah. Sarah Simpson. Yep. Of ITV News. <laughs> That's not. what I say. Because <laughs> it's a really good news presenter. It is, well, yeah. And now yeah, you're yeah. using it to its full potential. I am Sarah Simpson of ITV News. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, we've got you with us today, which is an absolute pleasure. Not sure why I agreed to this, but yeah. No, it's brilliant. Okay. It's fantastic. If anyone wants to be a guest on this Sofa on, that, on the sofa where mm -hmm. you have to be vulnerable on this sofa. Oh, okay. So I'm just setting the precedent. Let's see how it goes. Um, because Julia, hello, hello, is doing the talk today, and we didn't want too much of Yay. you, basically, did we? <laughs> can't have never, you. you can never have too much of Julia. No, no. <laughs> can't have Maybe you interviewing can. you. No, though. we no, love Julia. That's true. I mean, unless John did some really clever trickery, which I'm sure he could do, <laughs> like have you on the yeah. sofa. But that would be weird, wouldn't it? So we're doing what. Jesus said about who we are called to be. Mm -hmm. And so tell us, why did you pick this topic? Mm, I think it's just so interesting. We, we become Christians at some point, mm -hmm. don't we? Um, and it's, it's a journey. It's, it's not a, it's not a you know, once done and that's it. It's a journey. And the stuff that we, we learn on that journey, we, we learn stuff about God, we learn stuff about ourselves, we learn about other people. And there are things that we learn about that sometimes we struggle with because we've been brought up in mm. an environment where this is okay or that's okay. And then as we become Christians and start mixing with different groups of people and learning different stuff, we suddenly find actually that mm. that, that way of thinking or that way of behaving isn't really in line with uh, what God wants for us because he wants his best for us or our best. And so it was just looking at some of those things and how we are, I mean, scripture says that we're going to be transformed from glory to glory. I don't feel terribly glorious a lot no. of the time, but it's, 
it's how that process happens that I find that really fascinating. So, I was just yeah. thinking, wouldn't it be lovely if it was just like that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, a, like a makeover. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I don't also don't feel that glorious, <laughs> especially no. today. Many times. Yeah. It's okay. So we're going to unpack that today, um, maybe share a bit about our own journeys in, in this, hopefully. Yeah. We'll mm -hmm. see how we go. Um, but you also, to begin with in the talk, we're not going to show the little introduction bit. We're going to move straight on later on, aren't we? But you talk about like the beginnings of our and how you get baptised and all that. So mm -hmm. if anyone has any questions about any of that, mm -hmm. um, get in touch. But we're not going to focus on that no. today, no. basically. Mm -hmm. Okay. So anything anyone would like to say at this point before we dive right into the first bit of your of your talk? Let's do it. Okay. Off we go. John, QVT. <laughs> when we ask Jesus to come and be Lord of our lives, we become his followers, disciples or little Christs, and we are saved. When we're baptised as believers of Jesus, we publicly declare that Jesus is Lord and we go under the water to symbolise the death of our old self before rising again as a new creation. We are born again and filled with the Holy Spirit who dwells in us to comfort, guide and empower us. Our belief and faith in Jesus changes us from the inside out and it changes our spiritual identity. We were once separated from God, a spiritual orphan if you like, but because Jesus died on the cross for our sins, we are reunited with our Heavenly Father and adopted into his family. We are his child. He never looks upon us with disappointment or horror, only with delight. He's our Heavenly Dad and he loves us. But as Christians, we don't just have an eternal life, you know, heaven where we die. We have a fresh start and a new nature. But there are some lifelong habits, behaviours and attitudes from our old nature that we don't find in Jesus, for he was entirely sinless. So as we begin our relationship with him, we also begin a lifelong journey of transformation to becoming more like him. It's about a heart and mind transplant, becoming just like him, with his thoughts, his compassion and his actions. The transformation process happens at a conscious and an unconscious level. It happens as we learn about Jesus through the scriptures and teaching, through prayer, through healing, through our worship, and by learning to hear the Holy Spirit and follow him. But it also happens in community, when we spend time with other Christians, just like Jesus spent time with his disciples. So scripture tells us that our new identity is that we're a son or daughter of God and we are precious and dearly loved. We're also citizens of the kingdom of heaven a chosen people, his glory carriers, we're holy, we are salt and light, and we are free. But we also have a destiny. We have authority and we have a purpose and a calling. And we are anointed. We're anointed to pro proclaim good news to the poor, freedom for the prisoners, recovery of sight for the blind, and to set the oppressed free. Wow, that just really, when I, we've, we've, Watch sneak this, preview. Sneak preview yep. of this already. And when you said that part in the in the talk about, you know, uh, it's from Isaiah, isn't it? We're anointed to preach the good news and mm -hmm. all. It just, my heart leapt. I, this really excites me. I remember when I became a Christian, that bit, or oh, the Great Commission, everything excites me and terrifies me all in yeah. one go. Mm -hmm. And if I just stop there, I can live on that high. But then <laughs> I feel a bit inadequate because then I also feel like, actually, I'm not, that I miss. Jesus seemed to 
swan around and take every opportunity that came yeah. his way and didn't seem to, to shy away from it. I, as a broken human being, shy away from it. And I'm hoping that you guys will help encourage me today <laughs> in this. But I feel a bit inadequate when I, if I go further than the excitement when my heart leaves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do like a good heart leap. Yeah. I think, first of all, we need to separate those. There's, there's two things about when we become Christian. One is our sort of spiritual identity, which I've talked yes. about. You know, if you watch the Bible talk, you'll see it. And it's immediately, as we become Christian, as we allow Jesus into our lives, mm -hmm. um, we are immediately a son and daughter of uh, our Heavenly Father. We are precious. We're dearly loved. We are all those things that I yeah. listed. Nothing can change that. And we I love that you started with that. Because oh. I was just like, yeah, that we should almost start everything with that. You know, yeah. every conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a daughter of the king, yeah. I am loved, mm. and nothing changes that. Mummy preach yeah. coming out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, this is what I tell my yeah. kids. Yeah. 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 And it's you know, we don't have to we don't have to do we can't earn no. God's love anymore. Yes. It is completely yeah. unconditional yeah. and whatever. So that is a really good standing point. So we're already and a new start. Whatever's gone before, yeah, yeah. fresh start, new start every day. Uh, yeah, every day. <laughs> and don't God's, I need it? God's mercy is <laughs> new every day. So every day we have a fresh yeah. start, which is absolutely brilliant. So there's that identity that can't be taken away from us. Uh, you know, that's that is us. Um, but then it's it's how we walk that identity out, and that's where it starts to sort of separate. Yeah. So we've got an identity. We have a destiny. And there's this kind of tension, isn't there? So it's not about doing, but actually, we do have a destiny. There is that kind of commission. Yeah. Um, there is a calling. There is a calling to go and, and tell people yeah. about Jesus and, and give people hope that we have. And see, there's another heart leap there for me. When you say destiny and calling, I'm like, yes, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've got a destiny. Yeah. And then I think, oh, but I'm, tomorrow I've got to do the shopping, I've got to <laughs> take the kids to school. And it's like, what? Is my destiny and calling more than that? So yeah, there's there's heart leaps and then there's a the reality, like mm. you were saying, isn't yeah. there? Yeah. yeah. Day to day. Detention. Am I failing in this? Mm. You know? Um, yeah. I, I, that's where we need each other, isn't it? And that's yeah. that's the other part of it. And that's where we do the the walking out and the learning how to be because yeah, there is life, there are tasks that um, we have to do. I'll, I'll share something about this. Oh, God. About the, so we talked about transforming to become more like Jesus yeah there are times I know this is going to be so hard for you to believe when I don't act like Jesus and, <laughs> yeah I know, <laughs> really? I know shocking <laughs> and uh, lately a really helpful thing that we've started to do some of so Richard did this to me on Saturday is we start to say say Emma I don't think you're acting like who you really are wow in this moment <laughs> I can see what's going on but this is this is not yeah. who you are in Christ yeah. <laughs> this is you veering off <laughs> so the, the, the context of when this happened I'm, I'm happy to share I play hockey um, and there's a particular team that we play and it's quite to me I don't really look forward to playing them it's a frustrating time so I came home very grumpy we lost <laughs> I came home and I was I was not acting like Jesus in that moment. And, and yeah, Richard is like, Emma, we love you, but you're not acting like yourself. <laughs> you need to, you know, remember who you are. Yeah. Remember you, this identity that you're talking about. Do you know, I'm really hoping my husband's not listening to this. <laughs> is that way he's going to start saying acting. to you? <laughs> like Jesus. <laughs> no, it's not even just like Jesus. It's, that, it's deeper. Obviously, yeah. we want to be like Jesus, but it's our identity in God 
we all don't fulfill this all the time and that's the reality yeah. that's what we're talking about but it's okay to to start from that place of love like I love you right now but you're not acting like yourself as yeah. who you were called to be that's this the difference isn't it thing. yeah you know helping each other yeah with somebody who you know loves you yeah and wants the best for you because yeah. I think a couple of times again we had a sneak preview but I think a couple of times you mentioned things like being part of a loving environment mm. and yeah um, helpful sort of criticism and things like that and mm. immediately my heart sinks I don't want anyone to criticize <laughs> me because <laughs> I'm gonna go down the tube but in a loving environment oh. and Richard obviously loves Trust you and me. he wants no but if a year ago or, or two years ago that someone would have said that yeah. to me I would have well he's been off the hills. I'd have never talked to them again yeah <laughs> because yeah. I mean don't mention forgiveness to me like last week because that weren't going to happen <laughs> and I'd have been down the tubes I'd have gone down self I'd have hated myself yeah. because I'd have, oh my dear, I'm such a bad person mm. and all that. and it actually it was just a moment I am not that person I am yeah. loved yes. I am a daughter of God I'm precious and dearly loved but you also, all those things you said you mm. need friends to say look how far you've come <laughs> don't you because we'll often say to each yeah. other yeah we do how am I still bothered by yeah. this how mm. am I still getting so upset by this but then somebody lovely like you or one of my other friends that loves in. me will say <laughs> you know one of my Christian friends will say but look how far yeah. you've come mm. this time five years ago you'd have reacted in this way yeah. or done mm. this so we need those people don't we yeah and sometimes I don't know about you but I, I do identify with Jesus when he was in like his hometown and he and people in his mm. even his family at that point I mean his family went on to to accept him didn't they but mm. they didn't see the potential and the transformation and all that that he was bringing mm. and sometimes it can feel like that you know you feel like this calling oh I need to be a certain way with people I need to show them mm. God's love and I need to show them I'm a different person and all that when actually it's not always that straightforward is it no. it's not it's not um sometimes family or friends or whoever you're closest to might not might not always see that because you you're acting in a way that's different to how they perhaps have known you to be yeah. or want you to be or however um and that's something i've definitely reconciled with and i'm still reconciling with. Mm -hmm. so it's, it's really a big topic you've picked i like a big topic yeah Thank you. It's a good okay. one though, because that's deep down. It's what well, not even that deep down. It's what we want, isn't it? We yeah. want to change. We want to not react to all those things for whatever reason, mm. whether it's stuff that's happened when we were younger or life experiences we've gone through. We want to not react mm. negatively to those things, yeah. and those things fall out of our mouth that we don't <laughs> want them. That I think shouldn't you go fall on to out say of our that mouth. later on, don't you? In yeah. the talk, it will come to that. Yeah. About us. Oh, Same so thing. many times. <laughs> and you try and catch it. It's like gone out of your mouth. You try and catch it. Like, too, oh, late. It's too late. Yeah. But yeah. Too late. Oh, it's cool. a journey. It is a journey. The journey. We have to start from the truth, which Julia has yes. already told us. Yes. But that's our starting point. Yes. We are dearly loved. We are. Precious. Yeah. We are. Yeah. Okay. Should we carry on a bit then? Yeah. 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 And we'll talk a bit more about this in a minute. Mm -hmm. Okay. Brilliant. Psalm one three nine says. Oh Lord, you have examined me and you know me. You know everything about me. You know when I sit down and when I stand up. You know my thoughts even when I'm far away. You see me when I travel and when I rest at home. You know everything I do. You know what I'm going to say even before I say it, Lord. You go before me and you follow me. 
you place your hand of blessing on my head and such knowledge is too wonderful for me to too great for me to understand so god knows us better than we know ourselves he knows what we're going to say even before we say it although this is hardly surprising as he created us so a question have you ever had one of those awful moments when something either pops out of your mouth or into your mind that you know isn't acceptable or Jesus-like and you maybe wonder where on earth it came from? Or worse still, you say or do something that's really not Jesus-like and you don't even realise until much later. This unwanted stuff comes directly from our heart, which has often experienced hurt and pain. So although we may know in our mind how to behave, our damaged hearts throw up something quite different. That's where we need the heart and mind transplant. We don't just want to say the right thing to be politically correct. We want to feel it, believe it, just like Jesus. And God wants to heal our hearts and renew our minds, so we automatically respond like Jesus. But we need him, and often those we trust to lovingly help us on that journey. I'm not going to lie, Julia, I didn't like this bit. <laughs> um, I've got it written down here. Well, the unwanted stuff comes from our heart. No, <laughs> I don't think it comes from my heart. <laughs> I don't know. Um, not being defensive no, at all. No, not reacting out of the hurt or the pain. Nothing. No. 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 Why, Julia? Why? <laughs> no. Come on, unpack this with us. Okay. What are you thinking? Uh, I'm just thinking it's it's all part of our kind of you know attitudes and behaviours and the way we res- we respond to things, and sometimes it's been through kind of social learning Mm. so you see I don't know a family member kick off yeah um, Mm. you know in an unpleasant way maybe with somebody that's in a store or something and and you kind of watch and and you learn and then you learn to do it the same way or a restaurant or a restaurant those embarrassing moments but it's there's kind of the social learning element what you've seen what you've experienced Um, and sometimes it can be through, um, you know, a direct painful experience or hurt, and you you, you kick off basically. It's a bit like having a, a raw wound and someone mm-hmm. sticks their finger in it. Certain things it just it like around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Some things are just like triggers, yeah. and we're not even sometimes aware um, of those triggers. We just someone can say something almost innocently, and whoa off it goes yeah and those are the sort of things that I think God reveals to us over time fortunately not all in a wanna mm. when we first become Christian which is mm. why it's journey in a process and it's why we need to be part of community in a loving community because like you were saying before your example that's not really who you are <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at this moment it is yeah. you know we can go back and you know we can have a conversation about it we can unpack that a little bit we can go back to the scriptures and think, yeah, actually Jesus wouldn't have responded like that. Why am I responding like that? And so it asks, it causes yeah, us to question really ourselves. Helpful. Not even responding. Sometimes I just react. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, I don't totally. Yeah. I just, it's, yeah. it's more often than not, it's just it's pain. Yeah. Um, something yeah. that we've experienced, and it's a way of kind of covering up or I defending yourself. I think because we all do it. Well, I do <laughs> a lot. Just react. Yeah. Mm. And. I find it helpful that you sort of 
you didn't just say it's just it's from your heart because like you it's like well no that's not me <laughs> but it, it does come from where you have been hurt and yeah. where you've had pain and I remember someone once said you know sometimes even though you've been through you know God has healed and he's brought you so far mm. sometimes there's still that bit yeah. of a scar mm. um so yeah. I t- yeah totally mm. identify with what you're saying and all these times came to mind where I was thinking yeah yeah I overreact mm. I overreact mm. um but it is it's that pain, isn't it? Yeah, that and it's almost a defence mechanism, yes. isn't it? And, and def- yeah, defending yourself and protecting yourself. Yeah. Because you don't want that pain again. And, and often it's subconscious, you're not even aware of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's where you need your mates friends. around you. Yeah. yeah. To say. Who will tolerate it, yeah. but actually come alongside and say, you know, actually, that's not mm. who you're called to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes we don't like to hear it. And, but in that process, we can get healing, which is really good. So in the long term, it's much The vicious better. circle sometimes, I'm thinking, I think a lot of my sort of pain when I overreact is probably around rejection mm. and wanting people mm. to like me for, yeah. for various different reasons why I might be, you know, especially sort of sensitive to that. Mm. So then somebody, even in a really loving, kind way, saying you're reacting in a certain way can also <laughs> then be another rejection. <laughs> So it's that vicious sort of circle, isn't it? And are we helping people here? <laughs> yes. What's going on? Because I don't feel like we are. That we're just telling yeah, people, don't do this. Today, <laughs> what I was going to say is, but I think in time and letting yourself be vulnerable with people, mm. I think sometimes we don't share enough with yeah. people and say, mm. yeah. this is actually why I'm really upset about it. Or mm. we, we want to try and pretend we've got it all together, don't we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So allowing yourself to be vulnerable, mm. you do grow. You do. I, yeah, I've given up not crying in, in public. Because <laughs> well, a it doesn't work because I can't not do it. If yeah. I'm gonna, I, I don't seem to. I am an emotional. I, I never are, used I to think cry. Tears are okay though. Yeah, and and there's a part in Philippians about showing your tears and and crying. I never used to cry mm. like. I thought it was like a bit of a, weak, a sign of weakness. Mm. And I think God's really done something in me in that because actually then it seemed like I just did never stop crying when I first became yeah. a Christian. It just felt like it was all sort of coming out. And now, obviously, I don't cry as often, but when I do, it's because I'm actually really upset. Mm. And I think God is teaching me that it's okay to, to show that vulnerability because yeah. actually it's exposing, isn't it? If you're that upset mm. about something that it's making you cry it it's a very vulnerable thing Mm. um and you feel like you said it's like oh i don't really want to show this to people because it's scary but actually jesus wore he he had emotions and he was quite just yeah Yeah. he wept he got angry flipped the tables all of those things i think when we talk about becoming like jesus we kind of have this opinion that it's like this really level-headed person that swans around and doesn't ever react or do but he didn't react but he definitely responded Mm -hmm. and he definitely got emotional Mm -hmm. Um, and it's kind of trying to discern that like you're talking about rejection healing that wound Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that you can't then have compassion for for things and god won't use that that wound that you've had to help other people that you'll be able to spot it perhaps in people definitely yeah other people that haven't had that experience um, wouldn't be able to yeah. pick up on. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Well, I don't know where I'm going with this, but yeah. that's what. Yeah. When I hear you talk, I'm like, yeah, but you would be able to say like, you've helped me, and I've had 
and I've like would say I get quite rejected with things the same but you might not have been able to see it and understand it if yeah. you hadn't have I think it. God can yeah. use these yeah. things oh, without to transform us, mm. that unwanted stuff that's come from our heart that you've talked about. Yeah. He can transform us, but he we don't just he doesn't wipe the slate clean on those things. It's not like they go because you find healing and then you can help people mm-hmm. that have you just see things differently, don't you? You yeah. see things in a different way. Yeah. yeah. He, the the experience is still there, but he takes the pain mm. away. Yes. Mm. And yeah. I think that's the thing about our emotions, isn't it? Our, we are fully human. Jesus was fully human. Yeah. And we have those emotions for a reason, but they're often broken. Mm. And, you know, it's part of our transformation journey for those things to be healed. Yeah. And yeah. we're all very different. We've all had very different experiences. We've all got brokenness in some ways and others. Yeah. Um, but that, that journey of transformation is about walking hand in hand with God mm. and allowing him to bring those things to light and to bring healing, which mm. is brilliant. And yeah. that's another yeah. hope that we can offer people, yeah. uh, which is great. Mm. And that's brilliant sort of example and story that we can show people. We, in, mm. in church, we often call it like a testimony, don't we? Yeah. But it's just our story, isn't it? Of yeah. This is where I was, this is what I was like, this is the things I used to react to, yeah. and this is what God has done for me. Yeah. Um, and I hope you almost get to the place where you think, I'm almost glad I went through that because I can identify with others mm. and I can see mm. pain and yeah. hurt in others. Because life, and God can use that. Yeah. Life is full of, yeah. of, of pain. It's not going to go, it's not like you become a Christian and then oh, nothing bad ever happens again. Yeah. <laughs> it, doesn't, right. it doesn't work like that. Like, <laughs> bad stuff still happens and you can't escape it it's just the way the world is mm-hmm. i mean you can pray and you can and you can obviously make good choices in all of all of that which in some ways would lead hopefully to to better outcomes but life is so unpredictable and messy yeah. Yeah. and you have to wrestle with it all of where's god in it how can i be transformed in this scenario that's happening to me that i don't want to be happening mm. um or you know someone might be treating you badly or just illness or whatever mm. it is you know family crises you have to sort of change the way you view it in the sense of i know who i am mm. i know i'm loved i know this yeah. you know even if i'm rejected i'm loved or whatever how can i use this situation to be transformed to become more like jesus mm. is yeah. a, that's obviously yeah. impossible hard topic but yeah and i think we kind of touched about. on that in the last when we were t- you were talking about the lady whose husband was murdered on christmas eve yeah. in sheffield yeah, yeah. Oh. and it's like you know nothing can take that away no. but actually she was very kind of i'm going to forgive them god will mm. you come and be my strength and that's the thing we don't have to walk through these things on our no. own god will yeah. walk through and he will bring his healing he'll bring his comfort mm. uh, he might bring some wisdom in it mm. and that's the amazing thing we don't have to go through these things on our own, which I, I can't yeah. imagine how you would go through that sort of thing yeah. without God. Mm. And it links into last week, doesn't it, about forgiveness? Mm. You know, actually yeah. to forgive somebody, for her to forgive. Yeah, it's crazy. In that situation, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just—it's not—it's not human, is it, to yeah. be able to do that? No. But to do it hand in hand with God, mm. then it is possible, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And all these things, being able to be transformed and have this heart and mind transplant, which you think, oh, wow. We said at the beginning, if we could just do that, yeah. that would be amazing. That would be good. But yeah. it is a transformation, isn't it? And it doesn't happen all at once. Yeah. Um, yeah. But to have God with us, walking it through. Yeah. 
you know, sometimes we feel like it's a few steps forward, a few steps back, but yeah. he's there walking mm-hmm. it through with us. He knows us. I love that you read Psalm 139. I just mm-hmm. love it. Um, and where it says, you search me and you know me, he knows everything. Mm-hmm. All the things I hide from everyone else. Mm-hmm. He knows those mm-hmm. things, yeah. yet loves me. So. Yeah. Well, that brings us on to the next little segment, I think, because we're talking about how we need to be in community and, and loving mm-hmm. community and how Jesus modeled that and you know that you touch on that in the next bit don't you mm-hmm. a bit about what that means so yeah. should we go on to that now and then yeah. we can unpack that a bit more mm-hmm. in detail okay there's a hebrew word hesed which describes the culture that jesus established with his disciples it's quite difficult to translate into english as it's about love but it's an enduring gracious and faithful type of love it's a love in action or an in it for the long haul type of love a love that is always gracious and merciful and always aims to bring freedom and joy. It's important for our own transformational journey to be part of such a Hesed community, one where we can do life with other Christians who accept us, love us and guide us. And you know you're in a Hesed community when people's face light up as you walk into the room. We now know from neuroscience that when we experience this sort of joyful exchange, we not only feel good, but subconsciously we learn and change much more effectively. In these loving environments, our brain cleverly responds to seeing Jesus' values being modelled. So we relearn ways of thinking and acting, and we can respond more favourably to correction where it's needed. Jesus had some radical things to say about our day-to-day attitudes and behaviours, challenging statements which took the Ten Commandments to a whole other level. For instance, in Matthew 5, verses 21 to 22, it says, You have heard that our ancestors were told you must not commit murder. If you commit murder, you are subject to judgment. But I say, even if you are angry with someone, you are subject to judgment. He goes on in in verses 27 to 28 to say, You have heard the commandment that says you must not commit adultery. But I say, anyone who even looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. So that goes for all of us, whether men or women. Jesus clearly understands our human hearts and our hidden thoughts. And he demands much more. He demands a pure integrity. But so often our unseen anger or emotions are coming out of this damaged heart, bad experiences, painful memories. Our Heavenly Father knows all these things and he wants to help. He wants to heal us and bring freedom. So in addition to highlighting our thoughts and feelings, Jesus also challenges our actions. These again are rooted in our heart. Matthew 5 verse 40 says, And if anyone who wants to sue you, if anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, I'll hand over your coat as well. Verses 43 to 44 say, You have heard the law that says love your neighbour and hate your enemy. But I say, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. These expectations are tough. In these days of blaming and suing, it seems completely counterintuitive and countercultural to think of responding like this, particularly when we've been hurt. It's much more normal to justify ourselves, blame or punish others and seek retribution. But we're citizens of God's kingdom with different values and different ways of living. And Jesus showed us how to do that. 
In Matthew 5, verse 3, Jesus said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. I've learned that the term poor in spirit basically refers to beggars in the street, people who know they have nothing. In reality, we all have nothing and we all need God. It's in humility that we must turn our backs on what is normal and approach our God to receive his grace. Jesus continued with, Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Again, meek is often thought to mean weak, but it actually means a strength contained, self-control, people who are not subject to their emotions. Jesus was the greatest example of meek. With access to all the power of heaven, he faced his persecutors with grace and with strength. So to finish, Jesus came to show us a different way, a way of grace, of mercy and forgiveness. And he modelled it time and time again throughout the Gospels, even as he died on the cross. Through his life, death and resurrection, Jesus revealed the kingdom of God and changed the world. Today, as his followers, we can do the same. That was really impactful, I thought. Mm -hmm. I loved the ending, but we'll talk about the ending at the end. Okay. Um, the bit I loved the most, you talked about hesed, which is kind of a new concept, this mm. Hebrew word. Mm -hmm. So do you want to just maybe chat about that? Because I really loved how you described the love in in it for the long haul, I think you said. Mm. Just brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Where did, yeah, go on. I found that. You found That's it. not my own. Oh, no copyright in the kingdom, it's fine. That's true. Uh, I just thought it was a very helpful way of describing it. And it's this kind of... It doesn't translate well into English as a word, but it's that kind of deep, brotherly... You know, it's not a romantic love, mm. it's that... Yeah, it's in it for the long haul. Mm. Um, and I think there are, there are people in our church community that have been through situations mm. yeah. and it's been a long haul. Mm. And it's like, no, I'm just going to keep loving, going to keep loving, going to keep loving. And, and that's what it's about. It's about being prepared to get alongside each other in those awkward moments mm. when we react badly to something and having the sort of conviction, bravery to, mm. to say, you know, actually, this isn't how it goes. And because it's so easy, and I think our society now is so, they so easily take offence. I was going to say, this isn't cultural. No, is it? absolutely not cultural no. at all. Um, and offence is just like, well, you're not going to find that anywhere in the kingdom. It just yeah. isn't. Yeah. We, we have to love each other. And I think if we can f embed ourselves in one of these Hested communities, and it might be your belonging group, it might be your prayer triplets, you know, ideally it would be the whole church would be a Hesed community, yeah. but it's, yeah. it's good if it's in kind of smaller groups. And it's, it's almost choosing to stand and love whatever. Um, That's really, really tough. I mean, it is. I, I, I'm saying it's not cultural, but I do have two friends from when I was younger, and I feel that we have this, mm. you know, because it's like when you're a kid, you grow up and you either ch you change, you change who you are as you grow mm. up, and you either lose friends, which is obviously sad, and you don't you don't want that, or you muddle your way through and you learn to love each other for who you are, mm. and you realise you're yeah. not the same anymore. You're not the same as you were, the same person you were when you were 18 or whatever, and. And that, I think I have reached that point with, with two of my friends particularly, where it's like, no matter what now, mm. you know, we are going to still be, be friends. 
now that's not always been an easy journey but that's what my head goes to when you talk about in it for the long haul mm. um you know that fact that it's like no even if that person is changed sometimes when somebody changes that's hard for you to deal with mm. and you freak out because you're like that's not the person i once knew and everything else um and i think yeah that's my experience with with that i mean obviously i i have lost friends over the years because we've changed or i've changed or they've changed or whatever and that's quite hurtful but actually i think has said like you said if you just translated it as love it doesn't do it justice does it because it's actually sticking we talked about this last time about if you actually get close to someone it's really hard to hate them mm-hmm. because no matter what they're you learn what they're going through yeah. um, and it's that's what jesus d- does you talked about um I can't remember what exactly how you phrase it, but you know, someone's face lighting up in the when you walk into yeah. the room, and how that is what Jesus does. If you're this close to somebody and you Jesus is smiling at you mm. in that moment, mm. if you can picture that, that's really hard to. You might even be angry at God or or a person or whatever, but if that person was like, "No, I'm staying here. I'm yeah. loving you right now," yeah. in whatever you're going through, and how even if you're not acting like yourself mm. i'm going to be there and i'm going to i'm going to love you and, and that that's what came to mind when we spoke about it yeah it was the long haul bit yeah. for me that i just thought i feel i really do feel such a privilege and so blessed that i've been part of yeah. our church community from being sort of so young so i really feel like i've had those long haul relationships mm. and people mm. have, have stuck with me yeah. i mean i've said some stuff at the front and i think why did i say that <laughs> why have i reacted like this and, you know they've been sort of and but people have stuck with me and i know love me and i know if there was I could ring, a hundred, you know, so many different people yeah. and they would be there like that. Yeah. Um, but it also reminded me of that sort of marriage love, you know, that, mm. I'm, like you're saying, mm. being close oh. to somebody, we're in it for the long haul, yeah. you know, wh- yeah. however yeah. you treat me, whatever goes on, <laughs> we're in it, there's no other option. Mm. And that's what we should be like at church and I think we, we do have that, yeah. that sort of, yeah. we're in it mm-hmm. for the long haul. Yeah. yeah. And, and there isn't anything as joyous as as walking into um you know a, ch- a church service yeah. i can't explain this to somebody if you don't come to church but you walk in and particularly since we've started back over after lockdown where we've truly missed that face-to-face contact you walk in and you see people yeah. and it really is like that yeah. isn't it you, you, you your face lights up and it's like, I'm so glad to see yeah. you. There have been um, people I've not seen or spoken to through the whole pandemic. Mm. Um, there have been lots that I have, but some that I haven't. But the moment I've seen them, at, when we've been back mm. at church, it's family. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's straight back there. And yeah. it's, it's lovely. Yeah. And you talk about how important it is to be, to have that around you. Yeah. If, would you like to talk about maybe, you know, if we don't have that, what, I mean, I suppose really you're saying without that that's like the foundation isn't it if you cut through us as people mm-hmm. as, as christians you'd hope hesed ran all the way through mm-hmm. as like a stick of rock analogy that that it you can't be transformed really it comes back to what we talked about before about you have to know your identity and you're not acting like yourself mm-hmm. because unless unless like i know that my friend who did that I know they are doing that from a loving. Yeah. I know that they see my warts and all, and are like, and and it, it was said in jest in a sense, but they were being truthful. 
and I don't feel unsafe in that situation. Mm. Had that been said by somebody who I didn't have that hesed, you know, in it for the long haul kind of mm. friendship with, I might not have felt as safe in that no. to voice my frustrations. And mm-hmm. I mean, I do kind of wear my heart on my sleeve, so maybe <laughs> I still would. I just feel rejected and go away and cry by <laughs> later. But you get my point. It's yeah. the I felt safe yeah. to do that. Yeah. I think what's been really interesting, we've, we've, we've been working through this book that we've mentioned before about mm. the, um, the half of church, and mm. it's, it's about neuroscience and what they're discovering about how we, how we learn and develop, uh, how our brain learns and develops, and, and it's through joy. And um, they, there's a particular emphasis, it's, it's a Christian book, and it's about discovering that um, our joy comes from that face right. lighting up so it kind of goes back to just being a baby and you know how you gaze at a baby lovingly and, and that connection yeah. and that helps the brain to develop and it's about feeling accepted and it just makes everything so healthy and so it's being aware of that and what's really interesting in the bible is I mean we know that blessing don't we the lord turn his face let his face shine yes. upon you which we all love and say, oh, so good but actually through a lot of our translations in the West now, that's been translated out. So it only appears in a few places, but actually it was quite frequent in the original text. And it's been changed into, may his presence be with you and things. Oh, okay. and, it's, and it's not the same no. thing. And so as humans, we're now learning that that face lighting mm. up, it literally sparks neurons. Yeah. And, and it's so healthy and, and we, we grow and we trust so the more we can understand that and be prepared to commit to that and not do the, oh, I'm fine. Yeah, <laughs> fine. which we yeah. do. We, we do. do. And, you know, we have to move on from kind of superficial relationships. It's connection, isn't it? It is, really connection. Yeah. And, it, and it's so healthy. Mm. And you can say you can do that because you've got those deep, hesed relationships. Mm. Um, and, and then we're learning. And it's a safe place. Mm to to be taught Mm. so you're not only seeing other behaviors you're seeing things modeled out you're seeing how jesus would respond and you think oh oh that's how you do it yeah you're actually learning new ways so it's kind of social learning turned on its head yeah um but you're also able to cope with people saying actually that's really not that you're not you're Mm. not yourself you're not who you're called to be Mm. and so you've got time and and the space to respond to that and, Mm. and learn and develop so yeah Joyful this exchange. neuroscience stuff is like, to me. I'm like it's way over my head. I, I find it a bit wishy washy. I'm not gonna lie. When we first, I've I read two books recently on this. Um, that that is one of them, and I still mm. don't really understand. <laughs> That's my point. I'm just yeah. like, and, and that you explaining that to me. I'm like, wow, yeah, that is good. Because <laughs> even though I've read it, I'm like, That's Link helpful. Link it to how a baby yes, looks. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I also read one. Uh, by a lady called Dr. Caroline Leaf, and she's brilliant. I'll, I'll put a link down below with some videos because she's just, it's again about, they're, they're, she's a scientist and she's make, they're researching all of this stuff mm. as we speak. I mean, they're probably mm. making advances that don't, we don't know about yet, but all about understanding connection and relationship and joy in the brain and all of that stuff. And it, and it is just so amazing how like the Bible talks about this stuff and it doesn't talk about it in a scientific way. But actually, we're learning now about what that even means. Yeah. And she's done studies, you know, where, like, 
they've put people in separate rooms with no way with like in separate boxes that's where they can't communicate can't see each other and they can they can like on brain scans if they think about the other person it lights up the same part of the brain and things and you think it's like we don't know we don't there's so much we We don't don't know about how can how the connection between humans Mm. and and everything it's just it's crazy it's just crazy yeah i think the thing we've come to realize having read this book um and learned more about it is that so much of our christian lives has been about learning stuff yeah reading stuff and being taught but actually we learn far more effectively from each other's behaviors and relationships and connecting yeah so some people learn really well from just stuff being read out Mm. to them or or reading but for many of us humanly we're we're wired to learn from From each each other other. in in community and if you think about you know jesus and god the holy spirit they're in community and so it's it's fascinating to suddenly think actually we could have been doing church an awful lot better yeah. because we've been focusing on teaching this way this way this way and so much of it mm. is you know when we're actually doing stuff together doing life together and, and, and teaching uh, jesus taught on the job didn't yeah. he, if you like he, yeah it was very he, apprenticey and he very much like we're doing now we're unpacking it and realizing how it impacts our lives mm. it that's really important like i, I listened to the talk and I think it was fantastic because, you know, I just mm. listened to it all. But I do think chatting to people about it like mm. this yeah. and sharing your insecurities and everything. Life examples and yeah, stuff. Helps yeah, helps me. It helps it cement into yeah. my brain because then I'm like, oh, when you said, you know, I might go away and listen to this again after today. You, When I listen to it again now, I'm like, oh, mm. that is this and mm. everything else. So I think it's really important to have biblical teaching and because I mean, it is the word of God, and it's living, and and uh, you know, almost. And I um, need it because if I'm really honest, <laughs> when I read the Bible, it's hard sometimes oh, some of it to mm, understand. Yeah, yeah. But when you explain things and you've researched and you found things yes. it, and you link it, it makes mm. a lot more sense. Yeah. So we need people, don't we? We yeah, need yeah. the teachers. We need in yeah, our community to help us. To yeah. Because yeah. mm. yeah. like, if you're like me, and it just goes over yeah. your head with the noise, you know, all of it. We don't, it's how it impacts our lives yeah. and, and, and Jesus w- wants us to love people mm. well and sometimes just talking it through with someone helps you to see how you can do that better. Do you think this, I suppose if we were talking about this, some of the things we said at any other time would be good but we're coming out of a pandemic aren't we? Yeah. Some of the things that we've said about being together, being close, yeah. learning That's off scary. each other, being in community and stuff, I think for some of us that's a bit of a challenge just practically Mm -hmm. isn't it Mm -hmm. so I suppose we all need to think about well how can I do Hesed community while still feeling comfortable with Mm. how I do this whether it's because we're still in we're still in the pandemic it's not gone has it so we need to I think we touched on this before we didn't talk about Hesed love but we Mm. talked about how isolating the last 18 months has been and how much that's going to have implications on feeling connected and feeling mm. loved and everything else i mean just living in a house with other people that might seem to somebody who lives on their own as as 
as a better alternative. Mm. But to be honest, when you're on top of each other, you didn't smile when you walked in the room. <laughs> because... <laughs> yeah. like, I'm, like, I'm not so <laughs> fed up right now. Did that face not light up no, when you walked no. in? No. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I'm not trivialising it. I'm not. We're, we're yeah. laughing now, but I think... We're not seeing. We're not going to see the implications of all of this stuff mm. and all of the, you know, the 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 missed out on joy and the missed out on connection. Yeah. We're not going to see the implications of this mm. until maybe a little bit later on down the line because, you know, I, I'm meeting people um, regularly and in, in you know just in the street. I mean, who are like they don't know how to act around people anymore. <laughs> do like, little, yeah, yeah, do, little do you, do you social shake hands? dance? Yeah. Do, you, do you hug? Do you? Yeah. I don't, you know, it's, it's weird. Tricky. It's a it's minefield. Weird. It is. It is. But I think we can all look at the value of Hesed community mm, yes. and how important it is to learn off each other and be transformed mm. while still thinking, well, what do I feel comfortable with? Because yeah. you can still do yeah. belonging Smile group. Smile with your eyes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Smizing. You know, you can do belonging group, you can do impact Sundays. I mean, lots of the impact Sundays, there's bits for people to do outside, aren't yeah, there? So it's going to be, yeah. We can do it, okay. can't we? We can do yeah. Yeah. Hesed whilst yes. not being bang up close to people. And, and, and you know, maybe when you're not wearing a mask, just smiling at people, challenge yourself to just be conscious yeah. about it, you know, because this is what we're saying today, mm. is that something as simple as smiling when someone, mm. when you see someone, mm. can help them it triggers something in the brain yeah, to does. say that you're you're accepted happy. and worthy yes. accepting of them yeah. And yes yeah so that's our and we have so challenge. much technology don't we you know sometimes i've had little texts from people just saying it was so lovely to see you today or it was great to have a walk with you or, mm. that's mm. a similar thing to their face lighting up yeah when you walk in a room yeah, isn't it exactly. so there's lots of things we can do yeah yeah and i loved how you ended it which is you said um you know jesus came to show us a different way, a way of grace, mercy, and forgiveness. And he modeled it time and again, even as he died on the cross. Through his life, death, and resurrection, Jesus revealed the kingdom of God. And as his followers, we can do the same, which I think brings us to such a lovely close. Mm. We've, we've had this, we've had two episodes on forgiveness. We've had this today, which feels like just, it's, it is radical. It's radical living. Mm. It's hard to live out. But we're in this for the long haul with yeah. each other. We're going right. to help each other to do this. Um, get some people alongside you that can help tell you when you're not acting as well. <laughs> <laughs> like me. Um, you know, grace and mercy and forgiveness, it's not cultural. No. But it's how we are called yeah. to be. It's a, it's a higher level, isn't it? It's uh, taking us to a, a different place. And yeah, I think. I mean, I popped that scripture in about you must not murder. Do not murder. It's that commandment. But Jesus said, you know, even if you're angry with somebody. Ooh. Yeah, really pleased you put yeah, that in. That really, I didn't mention <laughs> that because I didn't, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> really pleased you highlighted that. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully not many of us are going to tend to be, going to turn into murderers, are no. we? But no. But we but might look at Roger, Fe Roger Federer, might look. Obviously, I wouldn't, but somebody may. Where are you going with this? Just she's gone <laughs> on to the other one. Hasn't she? She's gone on to the, <laughs> I don't know where she went. the lusty one. The oh, lust oh, one. Oh, right. Oh, I'm with you. I thought you were getting angry one. at Roger no, Federer. No. I was like, what's yeah. going on? I was moving on to the lust one. Yeah. Oh. 
you can't well yeah tantra, but, but you see god sees your heart you need breath <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the thing isn't it it's our it, it's those mm. reactions and responses and we think nobody knows um, or we think it's okay and we think it's okay to blast at somebody who's just made a mistake mm. at us in the store and actually it, it's not god's no. calling us to a higher place but it's not who we are it's not who yeah. we are and it's even going more than that it's going the extra mile isn't it yeah the yeah. so matthew if he asks for your shirt yeah give yeah. them your give them your cloak as well I mean, <laughs> who would want to do that we want to take them to court and sue them and absolutely don't we? And yeah. yeah that's the that's the amazing difference between being a follower yeah. of jesus and being an ordinary member of our society mm. and but it's hard. It's yeah. hard. To don't beat yourself things. up. No. <laughs> yeah. Don't beat yourself up. And but I th- so I can look at my. No. 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 You're so wrong. Um, <laughs> but I think it's it's you can't just read read the scripture and think right. I'm going to do that because no. even Paul to me he was saying it, in, it? in Romans he's saying you know when I want to do this I don't and do it when yes. I don't want to do this and so he struggled and he's like mega apostle. We are human. That technical term. Yeah, we are human, yeah. and but it's that how how do we do that? How do we? We don't want to think. Well, how would Jesus react? Because actually, our responses are so fast. Yeah, and we've learned that mm-hmm. from neuroscience as well. That we've already made our judgments before we've even opened our mouth. Yeah, yeah. And so that's where we need the heart and mind transplant, Transform, and that's yeah. where we need God, and that's where we need each other. Yeah. To let Jesus in, let Jesus on in, those. Yeah. and not not feel any shame or no. guilt mm. or anything, because no matter what you, if you have lustful, <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Be. You know what? We like still love a little bit too much here. <laughs> we love you. We still love you. We love you. We, do. Okay. we love you. But actually, that's not who you are. It's not so. who you are, and it's okay. But he's gorgeous. <laughs> We're going off on so many tangents, but you yeah. get my point. Yeah. We're not here today to because. I mean, I've shared about ways that I still mess up regularly, but I'm, I need to know that I'm still loved. You are. If that's yeah. going to happen. And we all need that. We yeah. all need that love and acceptance mm-hmm. that even if we mess up, we'll yeah. still be loved. We are loved. Yes. We yeah. are precious. And we are daughters of the king. We yeah. are. And his face shines <laughs> I've loved. Yes. I've loved it today. Yeah. I've actually Brilliant. loved it. Please Could come it again. carried on? Yeah. Please come again. Yeah, I do. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I will come again. No, thank you. You're welcome for bringing this. It was brilliant. Okay. Loved our challenge to yeah. us. Enjoyed chatting yeah. it through. Um, and you got so much in <laughs> in such a yeah. And like wasn't it like ten minutes? Ten minutes. Like, brilliant. What? Ten minutes. Crazy. Talk. Gifted woman. You <laughs> I mean, this was about four times longer than that. So, <laughs> but thank you, thank you. You're very welcome. Um, and you. we'll move on to the hot gospel now, mm. um, which we hope is a chance for you to just reflect on what we've spoke about today but get in touch with us um if you want to know more about any of this and uh, yeah we'll see you next time Mm -hmm. qbt qbt (laughs) (laughs) love it when we invite jesus into our lives we become the child of god We become a new creation with a new nature full of his Holy Spirit and we start on a journey of transformation with a purpose and a calling. 
And as we learn about Jesus and how he lived, we learn to share our lives and our love with others. And step by step, we become more like him. You can invite Jesus into your life right now. Jesus, I want to become more like you and less like me. To turn my life around. Fill me with your love. Come into my life. Amen. Thank you for that. If um, the Heart Gospel impacted you at all, uh, please remember to get in touch. Yes, um, we're going to go into some worship now. Uh, this song we've chosen because the lyrics really mean quite a bit of what we've just been discussing, which is about what Jesus calls us to be. So really just take in the lyrics. Don't even have to sing along if you don't want. Just just listen and let them soak over you as you, as you hear them today.
We're safe again. We got away. All right, that's uh, the end of Oaks Online for today. I hope you enjoyed all the uh, important messages. Yes, um, we'll see you next time. Uh, and we've just got some notices now. Enjoy them, savour them, and um, yeah, we'll see you soon. We've got a few notices now. The first is Halloween. Yes, here on Halloween, um, October 31st, Sunday, uh, between 5.30 and 7.30, we will have the lobby um, in the back car park all lit up with fairy lights and you'll be able to come down, grab a hot drink, soup, sweets and cakes. Um, so pop down and see us and we'd love to, to chat to you then if you're out and about. Yep, and the next is COP26. Yes, and this means that the next episode of Oaks Online and to our, our next celebration will be focusing on, uh, on COP26 and climate change and maybe how some of the countries that are affected by this you might not have thought about. John's got a clip now from Tear Fund um, that will hopefully help broaden our minds on this and <laughs> prepare us for that next episode. I'm Prabhu Deepan. I am based out of Colombo in Sri Lanka. We started seeing, you know, massive flooding of crops. What happens is because of the economic conditions, you know, farmers going to death in terms of borrowing, you know, uh, to cultivate by the seeds and they wait. So when they do harvest, they pay back the loans and it's a cycle that goes on. I remember, you know, working, you know, with this young boy and his family and his community and just like how devastated they were when they had repeated years of flooding in, the, in their farm and they own the land but none of the produces that's all tied to financial you know uh, commitments and this also kind of exacerbated you know suicide rates among uh, farmers in sri lanka uh, because there's no way to pay for them uh, you know food insecurity because these are not only in terms of income but it also impacted their own food uh, intake uh, and also the well-being so he had to drop out of school uh, and you know start working in the field and look for alternative employment which meant that he had to put himself at risk in working in places that he's not familiar with. So he's from a rural village. He was in Colombo and I'm grateful that he was able to live with us and stay in our house and be able to kind of uh, accommodate him so he could find a, a safe employment. But that's just one person, you know, and uh, so I think this is one family and you are looking at entire districts of people who are continuously impacted by the rain and the flooding of crops and just destroying of crops and costing billions of uh, rupees and dollars to the economy, but individually impacting and devastating lives. So I think, you know, you have to look at the micro impact of that. My name is uh, Edgar John. I'm the country director of Tear Fund in Mozambique. For the past uh, two years, since 2019, uh, when Idai cyclone strike Mozambique, after two weeks, we had uh, a cyclone Kenneth. And after that, 
We tried to rebuild back better the country with different response, immediate response to save life and uh, trying to mitigate the impact of climate change. But uh, we had other cyclones in year 2020. The crops, they were about to be harvested and then uh, the floods flooded all the crops. After that, uh, people lost their food, their livelihood, and also they lost their house because of the wind, very heavy wind. My name is Itzai Morimba. I am the Deputy Country Director for TFN in Zimbabwe. Food insecurity is a big issue we are dealing with and we are probably going to see a lot more if the climate crisis is not, um, is not addressed. Um, secondly, as a result of the food insecurity, we see cases, quite a lot of cases of malnutrition and in some cases deaths are due to hunger. Uh, malnutrition in the sense that, you know, families might end up with just maids, but then they don't have, you know, variety um, they then um, are stuck with just a few uh, grains and they can't then have other things to sort of support so that they put it a nutritional balanced diet the number of child marriages increase in years of droughts where families think marrying off our daughter is better because we get um, something from the family that's taking the daughter or it's one lesson one less person to feed um, we see how you know there's quite a lot of gender-based violence where husbands spouses are fighting because of hunger in the family, you know, as a result of the unhappiness or, you know, that's caused because of no food at, at household level. So definitely without any major interventions, we'll probably see quite a lot of um, that, child marriages as well as domestic violence. We've got a, a question that John wants to ask us, which, because we've just done a notice on COP26, haven't we? Mm -hmm. And do we even, does anybody know what COP26 means? No. Well, no. no. Circle of prayer. No, I, I think it's something to do <laughs> with um, the politicians. Com Is it Conference of prayer. politicians, the, the 26th one. And it's in Glasgow. I'm looking at John. If he's giving, he's not giving anything away. I know it's in this country. I know recently the Queen was, was like, it in no Cornwall? one's. No, it's. In, I think it's in Glasgow. Oh, what was that one in Cornwall? Was that G20 or something? Mm, I don't know. I'm not sure. But I know. Is that right? Conference of the parties. Conference of the parties. Is that oh. right? Oh. oh. oh.
so come on, what, <coughs> what is COP26? Tell me, all of you. Do you not the know anything title about it? Yes. Is the annual summit of the United Nations Climate Change Conference of the Parties. Conference of the Parties. There we go. So what, what is it, Josh? Go on. Um, Have a guess. Is it where different countries come together and discuss climate change mm. and they discuss how are they going to uh, combat climate change in the future? Yeah, I think so. What do you think, Hannah? I have no idea. Yeah, Jack? No. Yeah, I know what it is, so I'm not going to say. No. I want it to be a surprise Obviously for, for the next episode, <laughs> you want it to be a surprise. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Them on this I think Josh is right, but we will all yeah, find out on the next yeah. episode. Yay! Sorry!